Hi, my name is Jane Parrott. Welcome to A Heart for God and What He Wants for Us. Another beautiful podcast. God bless. Today I would just like to be sharing some encouragement to all my sisters and brothers in Christ and those out there who love God and who are lifting up the name of Jesus and who are giving God their all. God has gave me some words and I would like to share them. These words are words that he gave me to help me and maybe for someone out there it could be lift me up. So I would like to share these words. The first one is firm. The second one is maintain. The third one is be brave. The fourth one is confident. The fifth one is strong. Stand for Jesus. Stand tall. Link. Discretion. Proclamation. Ray of hope. Cultivate. And rejuvenate. Hallelujah. These are some words that God gave me. And I would like to also share some others. These are affirmations of the word which God gave me. He gave me uh, the scripture of my peace I give unto you, not as the world give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. He gave me this when I was having my doubts. John 14 and 27. That's where you can find the scripture. When you feel like you're in this world and you don't have peace, like the peace that you want to have in this toilsome life. God always reminds me of his peace. And it's his peace that gives peace. This world can't give the peace that God can give. Hallelujah. Only God's peace is genuine, is righteous, is holy, is beautiful, is loving, is kind, is compassionate. His peace that settles you. Hallelujah. The peace of God is his word. He also gave me that. Let me know that this is where you will find, hallelujah, your peace. And that is the word of God. There are many scriptures that are so comforting and peaceful. Peaceful scriptures that can be read to help you in the time of trouble. In the time of confusion, 
in a time of I don't know what to do. God's peace is there. And you will definitely find it in his word. And also, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you can say unto this mountain, be thou removed and nothing shall be impossible unto thee. Nothing shall be hard for thee. Hallelujah. That's what God is saying. He was saying to me, if I just have faith as the size of a mustard seed, no matter what it looks like, it can be a, a something that looks like a giant mountain. So if I just hold on to that little faith, then it will see me through. It will get me through. The mountains or that situation or whatever it may befall shall begin to move out of my way. The coast will be clear. Hallelujah. And another. Stand on my promises. God spoke to me. Stand on my promises. Stand on my promises. God wants his promises to be stood on. That means to believe every word that he has spoken, that he has promised. So, you know, standing on God's promises they are true. But we can stand there. So many promises God has provided in the Bible. And God wanted me to stand on every promise. Stand. That means when you stand, you're solid. You're, you believe that whatever God has said in his promises, that he is not slack his promises. But you got to stand. That means you got to believe it. That means don't be moved left or right. But stand there. And know that God is going to come through. Because he promised. And his promises are true. He said he is not slack. Of his promises. He is not slack. And we will find that in Second Peter. 3 and 9. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise. As some men count him slackness, but is long-suffering to, to usward, not willing that any should perish. Not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. 
For the Lord does not slack his promises. Whatever he said that he will do. Also, I have more. This is only temporary. What we're going through. It's only temporary. It ain't gonna last forever. For weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. So you let me know whatever I'm, I'm up against, it's only temporary. It will not last. And they also says, rest in me. To rest in someone is to trust. And someone. When you trust in, in someone, you feel that comfort. You feel that release that you would not normally feel with someone that you did not trust. You feel like you can let go. Hallelujah. You can let go. And you can let go. Hallelujah. You can let God have his And that is rest. Resting in him. Knowing that whatever that God said he would do, you can count on it. You know that it's going to come to pass. That's rest. Saying I left my money in this bank and this is one of my favorite banks is good, and it never let me down before. I can rest assured that when I leave and go here, so and so, I can always count on this bank to come through. They always got my money available, no matter where I go. That's rest. So you can always count on God and know that He has your back wherever you go. That's rest. Hallelujah. I'd like to share more. Taking charge holds down nervousness. Now, if y'all the type of people out there who are nervous, it is time to take charge. Hallelujah. They say the kingdom suffered violent, but the violent take it by force. It is time that we hold down this nervousness and take charge. Don't be nervous to serve the Lord. Some people get up before a mic and they start, ooh, ooh. If they see a situation, they won't cease it. They won't take charge of it. Got to take charge of the situations. Take it by force. Take charge over your situations, your problems. If there's a promise that you can't take charge, you've got to let God fight that battle. But the ones that you can and will handle, you've got to not be nervous and take care of issues. And thank God and the term. The time that you're in. Thank him. 
the season you're in. Thank you. Tank. Time to tank. Thank God. In that term. Because he's working it out. I'd like to share more. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. Sometimes we can walk around because things we don't want to have any communications with, we tend to close our eyes. Or some things that we don't want to see, we rather close our eyes. Or it's because we just don't believe what we see, so we want to close it. So now we God wants our eyes to be open and see and look around. See and look around. And sometimes I have to see. I have to see. Because I just want to close your eyes. But it's not time to close our eyes. It's time to see. Open our eyes. Why? And look. See the wonders. See the beauty. See the loveliness of God. See his wonderful acts. Hallelujah. David said, praise him for his wonderful acts. Praise him for his tender mercies. Hallelujah. When you're going through, open your eyes. And another one is, when going in, you've got to have a plan. When going in to battle, you've got to have a plan. When going into any situation, you've got to have a plan. It's like you're planning to do this and this and that. Okay. We're planning to go hiking, and we're going to go up the hills, and we're going to go around the tree, then we're going to go down to the bottom of the park, and we're going to play volleyball, then maybe after that, we're going to go walking uh, two or three miles, and then after that, we're going to sit down, we're going to have a Bible study, and we're going to have some fun and eat, eat some dinner. How about that? Okay, I was just like trying to give a little... I'll put up something that maybe could be a plan. But even in traveling, my Lord, you've got to have a plan. We've got to have our stuff we need, our backpacks, our stuff we need in our cars in case something happens. you got to have extra gas. What if it's the gas station and car stop, but you're like 15, 20 miles away? You can't get to it. If I got extra gas packed away, I'm going to get to my destination because I made a plan. I knew I had a journey, so I made a plan. Amen. So we got to make good plans. It says uh, also, there's more. God said to stretch out on his promises. Tell me again. <laughs> stretch out. When you stretch out on something, that means you're staying there. 
you're, you're not being moved. You're not, you, your mind is stable. You are solid. So, and you're stretching out. That means I'm believing on this. I'm banking on this. I ain't going nowhere. I'm standing right here on what God had told me about what he promised me. He told me that this and this and this, and he promised that this and this and this will happen. So I'm just going to stretch out. I'm going to wait, and I'm going to stay here because I know his promises are true. He's a God that don't lie. So stretching out is staying there. Stretching out is believing. Stretching out is not being moved by what you see. Stretching out is, I'm going to get through because God promised he would take me through. That is stretching out. And I'm praising God while I'm stretched out. Hallelujah. And also, there's more. Take your mind up and beyond. My mind had to go up and beyond. Up and beyond. That means keep going higher. Don't stop going higher. Hallelujah. Stay there in that mindset. I'm going to go up. I'm going to keep going. Then I'm going to go beyond. That means that that point where I am, it doesn't seem like I'm going to go through this point. But no, I'm going beyond this point. So, I'm not going to let this mindset stay as it is. I'm reaching and I'm going to keep going forward and keep going forward and keep going forward and beyond. You're taking that mindset beyond what you are settled in. I'm going beyond this. Say, yeah, I was, I was a, a person that was doing some special work uh, maybe I was an engineer and I was doing some special work but there's another beyond I can go beyond engineering and I can go an, another a different level or another mindset where I've never been to that's a little bit more extreme than just being ordinary person that I am so I don't want to be the ordinary person I am I want to go beyond the ordinary I want to reach I want to go where I've never been before I want my mindset to go and I have to have a, a, a mind that is set to go so a mindset that going to continue to take it up take it up it's like somebody singing and sitting in the choir director said take it up he's saying ah, and the choir starts to 
take it up one more level. He said, ah. He said, take it up. Come on, take it up. Ah. You know, so hey, don't stop shooting for the stars. All right. Hallelujah. That star is Jesus Christ. He is that bright and morning star. Hallelujah. All right. And I have a couple of more. Is uh, don't embrace fear. Embrace the word of God. Don't embrace your fears, but embrace the word of God. So fear may say or tell you, you, you know, you, you, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna get, you ain't gonna make it. You're too scared. To jump over that that piece of rock right there. You're too scared. You know, if you jump over that rock, you might bust your head. And you're like, oh, man, you're right. If I jump over that rock, I just might bust my head. But the word of God says, I can do all things. The word of God says, fear not. The word of God says, so I have to go to what the word of God says and that stand on it. So instead of embracing that fear of jumping over that rock, I'm going to embrace what God said. God said I could jump over that rock. I'm going to go try it. Because he's going to help me have strength to jump over that rock. If that's what he told me to do, jump over that rock. I'm He's going to help me get over it. I may not see with my natural eyes, but he will help me to get over that thing. So when I jump, Hey, I'm jumping in faith, my Lord. Hallelujah. I'm not going to jump by what I see. I see this big old rock. And then this rock is telling me, you ain't going to make it. You dummy. You you be fooled if you're going to think you're going to jump over me and you're going to make it. Or you probably trip and bust your head or something. Or scratch your knees up or something really bad. But then you have to say to yourself, nope. If God told me, told me to do it, said for me to do it, then there he's going to make a way, provision for me to get above that rock. Amen. And uh, also, our imaginations are very important. Did you know our imaginations makes up part of who we are? If you did not go in this life with an imagination, where would you be? Be soldiers and imagine that. To get over something, you have to imagine something. If you, uh, you have to imagine that you are a soldier. If you are a soldier, you have to see yourself being that soldier. If you do not see yourself being that soldier, you will not go through and become that which you are imagining. So if you want to be that soldier, you got to have a good imagination. I see myself in the soldier outfit. I see myself with the gun. I see myself with that helmet on my head. I see myself with those combat boots. I see myself ready for war. I see myself ready to attack. But you got to see yourself. You got to have that imagination in order to put something on 
You got to put it on in the mind first. Because remember, the mind is where the battleground all begins. That's where you have your ups and downs, your trials. It goes through the mindset first because the mindset will actually change the mood of the body or, or, or will change the mood. You say, well, my legs ain't working too right and they hurt really bad. I, I can't get up. But with that positive imagination, it will allow you and help you to get a push to want to rise up and get out of that situation or, or move that leg to that ground and try. It may be in pain, but then you will think of ways. You will begin to brainstorm things and think of something that I can do to help myself get out of this. Think with your imagination. God said, casting down all wicked. If he said to cast down the wicked, he wants us to embrace the good. He said, think on those things which are what? Good report. Think on them things that are lovely. Think on the things which are pure. So when you're thinking on something, you are imagining it. I'm sitting here thinking about root beer. I'm saying, mm, mm, mm. I can see the root beer in front of my eyes, but I can't get it. But I she can see it in my mind. And I can imagine I'm sipping on that. <laughs> and sometimes with your imagination, you can actually taste things. It's so funny. I can taste the root beer in my mouth, even though I haven't even gulped it down at, it, it, in my hands. It's not where I'm holding it, but I can. My imagination has been there before. I've been there before, so I know what it tastes like. I say, wow, this tastes great. And I imagine myself, them bubbles going down my throat. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, yeah. So your imagination plays a big part of who you are. That's what God wants our imaginations to be on good things. Because with the good things, it'll make us uh, be repellent. We can, we can do things with our imagination that our body can do. We can go places on this earth, my God, with our imaginations. Oh, yeah. I can travel right now to the waterfalls. I can see myself in the waterfalls. I'm thinking I'm, I'm thinking on the waterfalls right now. I can see myself in the waterfalls. And the water's coming down, and I feel so relaxed. Oh, yeah. And I don't even have to be presently in that environment. Hallelujah. So your imagination can take you up and beyond where you never thought you could go before. That's why God wants to think on these good things and not on the bad things because the bad can take you where you don't want to go neither. And it also can make you feel sick. It can make you feel nasty. It can make you feel crazy by thinking on evil, nasty things. 
Oh yeah. It can do you it can do you for the good or the better or for the worse. So God wants us to cast down all wicked imaginations. And he wants us to pick up and think on these things that are love, pure, things that are good report, virtue. He wants us to think on these things, not on other things, because it has detrimental effects when we do not think on the things that God told us to think on. So, God was letting me know. Keep your imagination on me and the things that will be beneficial to you. Not on these worldly things and things that give you sad, depressive, and out of your mind, can't take it no more uh, thoughts. Because God wants our thoughts to be beautiful thoughts. Thoughts of happiness, joy, and peace, love, which are the fruits of the Spirit. He wants those things to be activated. And that's the way it's going to be activated. Also through our imaginations. What we're what we're thinking about all day. That's who it begins to make us. Is what we're thinking about all day. Amen. And also sing encouragement songs sing songs that will help you to get over that will bind the, the devil that will get them spirits out of your house sing them songs sing over yourself them, them songs that uh, bring deliverance them songs that give you hope my God, hallelujah. We need hope today. There's so much hopelessness. We need hope. And God is the blessing. Yes, we need his blessing. We need hope. And hope will get us through. When we hope in God, it will help us. Because there's no hope for this world. But there's hope in God. And it's hope for people who trust God and want to do the things that is right. There's hope. So sing some songs to yourself. To encourage yourself. It's a song to say, I can make it. I can make it. That's a, that's a gospel song. And it's like you are telling yourself that you can make all of it. God bless. Uh, there's more. Be at peace with yourself. Be at peace with yourself that means be happy with yourself love yourself be at peace with yourself 
Don't beat yourself up or make us put yourself down. Be at peace with yourself. Say, I'm happy where I am. I'm glad that I am with the Lord. I'm happy what God is doing in my life. Be at peace with yourself. And when you're angry, find comfort in the word. Go to the word. Read the word of God when you are angry. Instead of trying to find something else to do, say, oh, I'm so angry. I'm just going to go out here and ride my bike 100 miles, come back. But if you did not solve the problem with the word of God and what it said, your anger is not going to leave. God said, put away anger. That's in his word. And if I put it away, then I'm going to be okay. But if I hold on to my anger, then something is not going to be right. It's not going to go right the way it should go. But if I put it away, then yes, it will be okay. That's the word of God, to put away anger. And then comfort. Comfort, find comfort in the word. Excuse me. So find comfort in the word. When you're going through this anger issues. Because some people got, they need some anger management. And the word of God is the perfect anger management. When you listen to what God has spoken in his word for us to do. To avoid. It said a soft answer. You better know all the scriptures concerning dealing with anger. Management in the word. How to manage that anger. Not to go off the rock. Oh, they made me so, so mad. Ooh, ooh. God knows. I kill them right now. That, that type of anger. And God don't want us to walk in that but to put it away because he, God knows what anger can do even with God when he gets angry he's slow to anger but you don't want him to get furious or you don't want him to get mad so mad that oh man like he turned the earth upside down with Noah you don't want him to get that type of anger or that type of mad so God wants us he knows outcome of an angry person and especially if you're a child of God he does not want that to overtake or overtake the mind. So that's why he tells us to find comfort in him because that's where all these, these malignant things are going to pass away. But if we hold on to our anger, it won't pass. It'll stay there. And then whatever made us angry, we're going to stay angry. So every time we think about it, it's going to have an effect on our minds and God doesn't want it to have an effect on our minds. He wants our minds to be clear and free. Where are we just thinking on all the all the good things and all the things that the lovely things about who he is and what he has. His acts that he has performed for us. He wants us to think on them things. He wants us to put away the anger. Hallelujah. 
and embrace his word. Embrace the comforts that God has spoken to us for us to be able to deal with their anger. When we ask questions of ourselves, we grow spiritually. Now we need to ask yourself a question. You need to talk to yourself. I know you'll say, talk to myself. I don't talk to myself. They probably think I'm nuts. But hey, you don't have to literally talk to yourself as if you are with a person and talking like that. You can get in your secret room somewhere and just you and yourself have a conversation. And ask yourself a question. Do you love God? Then you answer back. And yes, I do. But in this area, I need to be more firmer. Uh, yes, I love God with all my heart. And just knowing that you really do care for the things of God. It, it, it shows you yourself. It's like a self-examination or self-reflection. Or you looking in the mirror or in other words. And it will help you to see yourself. And you can say, I, I need to tighten up on my, on my spiritual life a little bit more. Uh, maybe my praying is not as fervent. I, I, I'm really fervent in prayer, but maybe... I'm not fervent in another area. I need to tighten up this now soon because I want to be tight with God and I want God to be tight with me. So I just something I got to do. And by you realizing that, it will help you. It will help you to go in and also let God fix what needs to be fixed. And he will help you and help you to get over what you cannot get over. And yeah, that maybe is. So that is a good start for to learn growing spiritually is to have that reflection of what's going on. And it's going to help me to stop and think about what is needful and how to get closer to God that I will be able to go forward. Amen. Okay. Let your heart call out to God. Let your heart call out Said, with the heart man believe it. With the heart man believe it. So let it's like you at the uh, you lift your hands to God. It's like calling out to God. Your heart, a heart call. A heart call. That means you mean what you say. And you're saying what you mean. And 
you're also expressing the love you have for God. Are you the obedience? Are you expressing to God how much you care about the things that he cared about? That is a heart call to God. A heart call to God. So let your heart call out to God. Let it call out. We want to be true. We want to be real. We want to be real. So let your heart call out to God. Your heart is saying, Lord, I need you. Your heart is saying, Lord, I want you. I want to do the things that is pleasing. I want to be with you wherever you are. Lord, I want to continue to do the things that I know that's going to keep me in this way. Let your heart call out to God. Your heart call is one of the deepest parts of who you are. That's a hard call. It has meaning. Hard call has meaning. Hallelujah. It's not wishy-washy. It has meaning. When you put heart into it, when you put your heart into something, you mean Like I put my heart into making this cake. That means that you took your time to really put extra efforts into this cake. You made sure that you greased the pan was right. You had the right temperature. You made sure because this is something you really wanted to do. And you wanted everybody to be pleased when they got a slice or when they got some of this cake. You just like, oh, I'm really going to put decorations on this. I'm really going to, you know, because you put heart into something. So that means that you really care about what you care about. When your heart is into something, you really care about what you care about. And you'll let nothing turn your heart away from what you really care about. Because your heart is there. Your heart means what it means. And somebody say, yeah, man, I'm, I, I'm your friend forever. I mean that from the heart. And yeah, I got you. So that means, hey, you think it, whatever it is, you know, I know you got my back. And I'm definitely going to hook you up. That's hard. You know, and then you show it. So when the, the when the things going going out wacky, hey, hey man, I told you I was going to like come through and give you that such and such and such thing. That's hard. Bravery is hard too. So you got to have bravery also. That's heart. 
a person to be brave is heart. For a person to have courage is heart. For a person to stand up for what is right is heart. So mean what you say and say how you mean it. God loves it like that because he wants to know your heart. He wants to know. Think on all the miracles the Lord Jesus do. That's another one. Let your thoughts Remember, remember all the miracles that Jesus had did. Think on those miracles. He turned the water into wine. That was the first one. Oh, they were so happy. They were so, so happy. Water into wine. What? But this was, this wine was special. It wasn't that wine to get you all drunk and you slurring, talking like you crazy and out of your last mind. This was, this this was like, mm, delicious. They kept wondering how did how did this happen? That was the first miracle. Think on these miracles. Let me give a list of miracles that Jesus did. List of miracles Jesus did. One of the miracles was when. Of Matthew, the ninth chapter, when Jesus had um, healed the man that was sick of palsy, he told him to arise, my Lord, take up thy bed and go into thy house, my Lord. That was one of his miracles. And we know of the blind man, of the blind man of Bethesda in Mark 8 and 22. Men's looking like trees. 22 through 26. You can read that. That's another miracle that Jesus did. And you also find. A woman with the issue of blood who uh, for 12 years she had an issue of blood and she is if you could touch the hem of, of Jesus garment she would be made whole and meanwhile the people had dethroned her and she was trying to her best to crawl and get through this crowd. Can you imagine bleeding for 12 years? You will find that in Luke 8, 43 through 48. Amen. So these are some of the miracles. And then when Jesus had a, a, a went on the ship, and when the waters were bolstered, you can find this Mark 4, 36 through 39. 
And also when the disciple was on the boat and Jesus came walking on the water. And he told Peter to come. And Peter began to walk on water. Think on these miracles. Matthew 14 and 25 through 37. You can also read of Jesus. It's good to think on them. These are good things to think on. But think on these miracles. And you can also research more miracles that God performed through Jesus when he was down here. It's good to reminisce on the miracles of Jesus Christ. It helps. It helps you and it empowers you and it lets you know that you can also do this in Jesus Christ. He said greater works. So you can also do this. This also builds up your faith. Hallelujah. Amen. And that will conclude all of my scriptures and words that God gave me to let you know you can make it. Remember, sing them, sing them encouraging songs to yourself. I can make it. I can make it. And you got to know you can make it because you're encouraging yourself. And that will give you that extra boost. I hope something was said tonight that will encourage you, let you know that you can go on. And that you can fight the good fight of faith. Because you know God is with you. So hold on to God. Don't let go no matter what. He is your keeper. He is your Lord. He is your Savior. He is the one that will take care of you. In Jesus' name. Have a beautiful day. I will see you, Lord's will, in the next episode. God's one. Bye.